Here's the snapback. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin scores! A 49-yard field goal, and Indiana leads 27 to 24. Oh, it's an end around one to go. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Caught touchdown! Fry Fogel again! If the basketball team hasn't done it to you the last couple weeks, it's time for us to make you depressed. And no, we didn't lose another position coach or anything. Welcome to the OEO podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. Speaking of that, I think I've got a DM. i got to answer a DM. You know who you are. Um, I'm here with my co-host, Brandon. You can find me on Twitter, or find him on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon, spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. I'm hesitant to ask this question. What's up, Brando? Well, first of all, here we go. Good on you for the humble brag that you're getting DMs. We're all thrilled for you. But in bigger news, I would like to announce April 25th is no longer March 25th. March 25th is no longer just National Peacock Day, but it is the second best Saint Day. March 25th will for now on be known as St. Peter's Day. You have to wear your blue as white, and I hope everyone has a little Dougie in them every single year. So... There we go. New new national drinking holiday for all of you that would like to partake. We're not allowed to wear actual St. Peter's stuff because they don't even have St. Peter's stuff. We just have to wear plain Adidas warm-ups or whatever. And we <laughs> all have to grow stuff. mustaches yes. like Dougie. That's right. All right. And uh, the shots were fired in this guy's direction. Unfortunately, with us again is producer Seth. You can block him on Twitter if you haven't already done it. It's at Seta5, S-E-T-A-H-5. You all right? Most of me is here. There's a small part of me missing, but... Oh, yes. Seth had himself quite the Friday. Last Friday. We won't get into all of the details. He had a snip-snap, snip-snap. Oh, my God. planned snip-snap, snip-snap. And he's not talking about the losses with Purdue and Gonzaga on the same day. So... I was cutting up my brackets. Yeah, I'm cutting up more than just a bracket. So, all right, uh, moving on. Get um, some quick updates. Hey, I listened to uh, to Coach Johnson. I listened to our running backs coach talk about running backs. Um, he's not the uh, he's not the most lively guy in an interview. We'll just say that. Uh, did say that Josh Henderson and Sean Shivers are standing out in practice. They're big time leaders on the field um Jalen lucas and these are the words that he used dynamic quick good hands pop flash i was hoping he would say splash but he didn't splash yeah uh does that that doesn't mean anything right none of it just a bunch of coach talk right i mean you like to hear it right like as long as we can make Jalen lucas i don't care if it's six plays a game right you just you get up get the ball in his hands but you know who I want to talk about is every wide receiver highlight seems to be Cam Camper going yes. up and getting the ball. Yes. Oh, I think I'm going to like that guy. 
I think I'm already in love mm-hmm. with Cam Camper. Well, you're going to be gone. Then, spoiler alert, you're going to be gone the next two weeks. And during the next two weeks, I think I'm going to force Seth into talking too deep. Possible too deep action. Um, read some too deep uh, predictions over the weekend. Uh, Cam Camper was the shock. He was the shock, the number one wide receiver uh, on the too deep depth chart, predict, predicted depth chart, of course, uh, along with Emory Simmons on the other side and DJ Matthews on the slot. So that's a pretty solid starting three wide receiver not a lot think. of depth not a lot of depth but what i don't a young, care young depth what a young depth um because i think cam campers gonna be a stall dude cam campers looking good i think you know you got malachi holt bennett who's got some playing time in him um you've got the other uh freshman kids there too and true freshman and omar cooper who hopefully will see the field a little bit too so we'll talk about it we'll talk about it we'll talk about it when we talk about it um we got to commit for the 2023 class, um, you know, he's committed for now. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Sam West out of Greensburg, Indiana. Big kid, 6'5", 205. So not real thick, but um, I've, I'm assuming they're going to play him at tight end just based on what they're going to do to him in the weight room. So uh, three-star kid. Uh, offers from Iowa State, Purdue, Rutgers, Tennessee. Just to name a few. Um, those are like two of our favorite college. Right. Oh, three, all four of them. I hate all actually. I don't know. I still haven't understood my hatred towards Iowa state. And a lot of my friends don't understand it either. Uh, I think it's just kind of a, a Gary Barta side show hatred of Iowa. I don't know. I don't, whatever their coach is a clown. Their coach is the next PJ Fleck. We'll just say that. Um, Matt Campbell, right. And that his name. Yep. So if I know your name and you coach at Iowa state, I hate you. Gone? Is he gone? No, no. clown. Oh, clown. Okay, gotcha. Seth, don't wave us on. Don't you wave us on. And I saw your eyes with the weight room joke. Okay, this is in Iowa. All right? We don't do that kind of stuff in the weight rooms. We don't do that. So um, what we have done, and this is not a good transition, um, and this is what the main subject of the pod is about. This is why we're going to depress everybody. Um, we've had quite a few disappointing losses, correct, Brandon? Um, and we're going to talk about Brandon and I's most disappointing losses since being fans of the Indiana football team. So, Brandon, I'll let you start. Um, I just went ahead and put three down. Got some other ones as I was doing some research on the other three. So. Let's see what you can got. I, can I give can I give two honorable mentions? We don't need to talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. them. Let's do it too much. OK, so this one is arguably probably my last real tailgating memory, though. I though I probably had others my senior year of college, um, but this is 2010. Denard Robinson came mm. to school to yeah. battle Ben Chapel and Ben Chapel outplayed Denard Robinson. Tandon Doss had 15 catches for 221 yards. Willis, the running back, right? Is that his name? Yes. Um, but just a heartbreak of an ending. Uh, just a five-play, 73 yards in less than a minute. Denard Robinson rushes it in, and it was just heartbreaking. Um, do you remember this game? At I was all? there. 
Yeah, I was there. I mean, it was a really, really good game. Over 1,100 total yards, only two turnovers. Um, IU played a really, really good game. IU threw the ball 64 times. Um, ah, man, that that's just unfortunately like my last in college game memory. Um, then I went to Killeroy's and blacked out. There you go. Um, but but yeah, that that was an honorable mention. Um, and any any thoughts, comments on that game? No, I do. I do remember that game. That was a game we stayed in town. We had planned on staying there for that one. It was before I had gotten season tickets or any stuff like that. So um, one of the games we made the trip down for went down with my brother and uh, girlfriend at the time. So uh, I remember that game like it was yesterday. Willis, I cannot remember his first name. Um, he was a stud running back on some off the field issues. Uh, didn't make it back after that. So um, really good game from him. Chapel played out of his mind. You're right. Tannen Doss, really good. Uh, just a really good atmosphere there, especially for a really bad team in 2010. Um, so it was, a, it was a fun game for sure. Just again, you're right. Disappointing is what it fits. So what's the other honorable game, mention you got? Another game is one kind of like the first game I watched with you. That again, I remember just like yanking and jumping on your shoulders was the Xander Diamant fourth and goal um, throw. Uh, oh, yeah. Sudfeld exited the game when we had a lead. And then two guys that uh, are playing on Sundays that are pretty dang good just tore us up in the fourth quarter. Michael Thomas and Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott had a run of 65 yards and a run of 75 yards. Um, but really, you know, who knows if, if Sudfeld doesn't get hurt there, right? Maybe this streak to Ohio State possibly ends. Um, you know, I, I'd like to think this was a little bit of the foundation of my revigorated uh, love for, for Indiana. Yep. Um, that was just, that was, that was a heck of a game. It was, it was good weather, um, and it was just so, so close. Um, of, of pulling it. Xander had that crazy run 79. Um, yeah. But just so heartbreaking because I mean, IU played really, really well. Yeah. That was a tough one. I was, I actually have the game pulled up. That was the one I was going to talk about as an honorable mention as well. IU actually outplayed him in a bunch of stats. Uh, first downs 21 to 13 time of possession. We had him by 10 minutes uh, turnovers three to nothing. They got us in total yards. Obviously, I'm sure that I mean Zeke had a huge game, 274 yards on the ground on 23 carries is crazy. Um, now he's not even the best running back on his team. It's debatable. Um, college season, baby. <laughs> it, you know, Divine Redding had a pretty good game again. Xander Diamant, the 79 yard scamper down the the sideline, uh, brought us back within seven with 10 minutes to go and no more scoring the rest of the game. So couldn't slow Zeke down for any of the second half, but then all of a sudden with 10 minutes to go, that's it. So it's, it's, it's going to be a theme through my, my three games, but just so much woulda, coulda, shoulda, right? Like the, our quarterback luck, just like, I don't know what, who we ticked off to just, uh, just again, I think if we have Sudfeld that whole game, we win. Look at the last three, last two bowl games we went to. Three bowl yep. games, two, two, two. The last two bowl games we went to, no pinnacks in either one. No. So, um, yeah. So, 
There you go. All right. Do you want to get it started or do you want me to, to start? No, you can go ahead with your with your number three. I think we're going to have a lot of similarities in this. So I'll go ahead and let you talk for a bit. So I'll, my first one, or I, I didn't really rank them, but I'll, I'll go with this one as my number three. Same year, um, homecoming game 2015 against Rutgers. IU loses 55 to 52. Um, after leading, and here comes the laughter from Seth, after leading 52 to 27 um, in the third quarter, after a 66-yard uh, Divine Reading touchdown run, Rutgers came back and scored 28 unanswered points in the last 20 minutes of the game. I used last four drives where a fumble returned for a touchdown, interception, interception, and punt. Um, that was in the middle, and we talked about this, I think, a couple pods ago, uh, the middle of a six-game losing streak. And uh, that's where, you know, we, we would have been seven and five at the end of that season, wouldn't have been in the pinstripe bowl um, and would not have lost. I'm doing the bunny ears or whatever that game either. That was also a, another heartbreaker. I wouldn't say that was disappointing. That game was a lot of fun. Um, zero defense in that game as well. But um, yeah. That was my first one. Do you, oh, and I screamed a lot of expletives at Kevin Wilson as he was going off the field to the point to where he actually did stop and pointed at me and screamed something like, hey, or something like that. <laughs> uh, it, it was not my proudest moment either. So I was very upset, as you can imagine. Yeah, my number three. Now, that was... I, Rutgers I was terrible, by the way, guys. Let Rutgers were really, really bad. Rutgers finished... Four and eight, one and seven in the Big Ten. That was their only win in the Big Ten. Um, like their coaches didn't even really want to coach. Like Kyle Flood was there for two games and then he left for three games and then he came back for the rest of the season. Like, I mean, what a disaster of a program that we lost to in that game. A couple pros on that team, though. Um, Colt, I think he's still a Colt. Uh, I can't remember how you say his first name. Uh, Kamoko Ture. Um, was on that game. He's actually the one that returned fumble, forced the fumble and returned it for a touchdown. I believe that's the only pro that I recognize on the team, but yeah. Oh, uh, Carew had it. That wide receiver Carew was on that team as well. So tore us up that game. Leonte. Yeah. Something like Leonte. Yeah. It's a good pull, Seth. I think that was the one. Wasn't this the one Uh, hold? Sorry to cut you off. I think Leonte Carew, was he the one that beat the crap out of a fan? uh the game before this i think i have no idea i think that was yeah i'm gonna look this yeah carew was arrested by rutgers police department and charged with simple assault for domestic violence domestic violence incident that occurred on campus shortly after the end of the game against washington state so it was earlier in the season yeah and you know we'll just let him come back he was arrested uh seventh player arrested that season in 10 days for rutgers so and we lost <laughs> to that team. So there you go. I mean, I don't know how the season would have turned out. Brandon, we did play uh, that bowl game with our actual starting quarterback. So who knows? Who knows where we would have been? Maybe Music City Bowl at seven and five. Sorry, Seth. I know that's a trigger. Yeah, I wasn't at that game. I was I was at the in-laws house. I'm not quite sure if it was a wedding or, or what caused me to go up there during football season. Hashtag ban weddings during football seasons. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I, I got to imagine that's why I was up in Chicago, but I don't, I don't know. But um, so I, I, I'm glad I wasn't at that game. So I don't have quite the connection you have to it because I wasn't there, but 
I, it was in bed. It was embarrassing. Certainly was embarrassing. Yep. Yep. And it was a day after my birthday. So yeah, I was probably pretty liquored up. I'm sure. So I apologize. Coach Wilson. I know you listen. So, um, all right, Brandon, what do you got? My number three was, um, the only other game that, you know, I'm going to talk about, uh, this evening that we didn't watch together was the 2016 foster farms bowl. Mm, great um, gooch. There is a, a little running joke that anytime my mom is not a sports fan, like literally probably couldn't explain any sport if, if she tried and every sport she watches with me, my team loses. Um, and we all went to Kilroy's uh, down in Broad Ripple to watch this game and just lost in miserable fashion. The Utes were ranked. The Utes were a better team. And IU went toe-to-toe. IU outplayed them, just had a few unfortunate things go go wrong. Um, Producer Seth, did Griffin Oaks get drafted in our fantasy football draft? I don't think so. I I don't think he did, but this was the the kick-is-good game. Um, Griffin Oaks missed a 40-yarder that would have put us up six instead the Utes go down kick a field goal and that's all she wrote um a last final drive stalled out so um this would have snapped the 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 drought there was no reason this game IU should have ever lost I end up again just getting absolutely ripped at Kilroy's um during the game uh do you have any anything else to add to this just devastating bowl loss i wasn't paying attention um <laughs> no i was paying attention sorry I was tyler huntley was the quarterback in this game distracted on twitter um and zach moss zach, they had a good team lo- they had a that good team. utah team was loaded the iu team was pretty i mean for iu players it was pretty decently loaded too richard fan had a huge interception Nick Westbrook, um, Nick Westbrook, Ian Thomas, Ian Thomas, Greg Gooch played for the Chiefs for a while. Um, that was the best opening kickoff in IU football history, probably. Um, I mean, what a way to start a game. I know that we had some bad vibes, I think, going into that. Neither team really sold a bunch of tickets. Um, I think IU actually lost quite a bit of money on that. Um, so I... I remember where I was the entire game. I was in my normal spot in my living room. Um, but it was, uh, yeah, definitely disappointing. I'm with you on that one. Lego was terrible. Yeah. Well, Both teams were really bad, if we're being honest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, you did not have a good defense, and I felt like they played pretty good defense. Well, no, what, what year is this, 2016? 2016. Yeah, still not a great defense in 2016. So, but again, I just again, I wanted that bull streak just to end, and th- there was absolutely no reason that game, yeah, um, shouldn't have been it. Yeah, I'm with you. My number three, I'm with you. Uh, I've got one the next season, one that I was at, one that you were in Chicago for, one that will make Seth happy. Uh, 2017 at Purdue, uh, two five and 17 or two five and six teams, I believe, going into the game. Each team needed to win to go to a bowl game. IU was coming off a two-game win streak, including, believe it or not, a huge blowout of Rutgers, uh, 41 to nothing the week prior to this game. Uh, everything was off from the very beginning. 
in this game. Richard Legault was off. Um, we had, I believe we had a couple fumbles. The running game was nowhere to be found. Our defense, who was pretty good in 2017, was not good in this game. Um, and honestly, the 2017 season altogether, hopefully you don't have any of these games either, um, was a pretty dis- disappointing season all the way around. We had an overtime loss at home against Michigan, um, a loss on the road during a wedding that I was best man in at ranked Michigan State, um, and then a loss at Maryland, which was three straight losses together um, towards the end of the season before the two-game win streak. I mean, any of those wins there makes that Purdue game a much easier win for or much easier game going in, at least for the our team. Yeah. Less pressure. I don't remember the overtime loss at home against Michigan. Um, I maybe yeah. I do. Maybe I remember. I might have had my brother-in-law there. I might have. I, I remember that game now that I'm talking about it. Michigan State game. I was in a wedding. I was watching it on my phone the entire time. So. That was cool. Um, and then the Maryland game, I think we were at another wedding, Brandon. I think we were at that, that wedding together. Yes, um, we were. Maryland beat us with like their weird yellow uniforms and brown helmets or whatever they had going on that day. Yeah, um, that's my second most disappointing loss. There you go. Any, uh, recollection, yeah. any recollection of that one? How drunk was your wife during that game? Uh, again, it was uh, pretty standard. Um, I think we watched it kind of at like a Buffalo Wild Wings. I think that's where my brother-in-law wanted to go watch it. So I don't think we got crazy. Um, I know I had to drive home, so I know I didn't get plastered because I, I was driving. I mean, don't ever drink and drive, but I was in a company car. So I think I barely even drank um, for, for that one. It, it really sucked. Um, you hate to see your your postseason dreams dashed by, you know, Purdue. That sucked. But oh, he did we, we've at least exchanged those blows over the years. So, yeah. you know, like it seems every year we're both five and six and trying to ruin each other's season. So at least that's been fun that we haven't always been, you know, on the uh, bad end of that. Yeah. The 2018 season was the same thing. Yep. Five and seven versus not sure what, what, you know what? That did catapult Purdue into the Music City Bowl. Ooh, that um, was fun for them. That was they, really... they, I'm sure they really are really glad they won that game. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, both teams were five and six. Uh, IU lost 28-21. Purdue with a score in every quarter. IU with 14 in the fourth. A good comeback at the end, but just not enough. So another disappointing one there. So um all right, Brandon, what's your last one? Probably maybe the same one as mine. I'm no, this is, sure. so this is my second. This is only my, okay, my second okay. most brutal loss. So we, we've done here in this spring series, you know, we came out to what is the greatest IU team of all time, right? And we all decided it's, it's literally one, the 2020 team, one greatest IU team in you and I's lifetime. The loss to Ole Miss at oh, your yeah. house Super was just so brutal. I mean, Jack Tuttle averaged four and a half yards. He had an interception. Stevie Remember Scott he was had actually a, a bull he was in that good. game. Remember, he had a separated shoulder in that game. I think a lot of people forget about that. The dude played with a freaking separated shoulder for three quarters. But Put continue. Continue. Um, it was still very disappointing. I agree. Continue. Uh, future Steeler, uh, OK Corral, went off for about <laughs> 350 yards. 
Um, but I mean, again, the greatest IU season in our lifetime and IU played argue, not arguably it played its worst game of the year after you and I started this podcast after you and I, again, for, for a month was talking about how we should have been in this bowl and then blah, blah, blah. There was so like, we had to put up for this game and we absolutely didn't you and I went in I think we both said we were going to beat Ole Miss by like a touchdown um to lose by a touchdown and honestly we're probably lucky it was only that um just just so so disappointing um for for the the greatest IU season in our lifetime to end that way that's our only one star review on on our podcast, by the way, is an old Miss fan that listened to our preview of that game. <laughs> it was they we thought we were going to steamroll a very bad, at least record wise, um, Ole Miss team who was losing all like their top three, I think, as far as production goes and receivers and never really ran the football. Um, they were under five hundred under 500 i mean just it should have been compared to what we had done all season winning wisconsin uh scaring the crap out of purdue two consecutive killing the entire yes i mean michigan and michigan the State entire mission was defeated yes i mean it was it was an impressive season and then to have that crap at the end um and it, it definitely through wop screens with no blocks yeah just <laughs> Should have just ran the ball. Should have just ran the ball the entire time. Stevie was on fire. But all right, um, you want to talk? You want to talk most disappointing game? Yeah, it was the ever. It was the, for me. It was the year before. Yes. Um, the 2020 Gator Bowl against Tennessee led 22 to nine with 10 minutes and 27 seconds to go. Um, the end of the game. I don't remember it being this intense, I think maybe the amount of stress and beer and everything that I had had during the day had caught up and kind of erased that part from my memory. I do, I do remember the missed 52 yard field goal with two minutes to go. Uh, Tennessee gets the ball so back. close too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's five yards closer. And I think that's, yep, and it's in skin and third. If I'm not pick. mistaken, Brandon, I, I think we had a false start. At some point during either during that drive or during the yeah, field, let me go to the attempt. play-by-play. Let me go to the play-by-play. Um, and then, and then Tennessee gets the ball back with two minutes to twelve seconds to go. They go three and out. They waste I think four seconds total or something crazy off the clock. Ramsey gets the ball back, starts marching us down, and then we stop after thirty. We pick up thirty-eight yards, um, and then I think it was three consecutive incomplete passes. And I think the most heartbreaking thing about it was I can still see WAP diving for the ball uh, that Ramsey threw on fourth down. It was right down. Ramsey missed a wide open Westbrook, I think, right down the Mm -hmm. sideline, right in front of us. That would have scored. I think he would have scored a touchdown. Um, And then he threw a ball that was just short of WAP failure on fourth down. Uh, They were driving right towards us. It would have been an amazing finish to a game. But instead, now I want to vomit every time I see Tennessee Orange or hear that song or see a dog um, in general. And so just yeah. smoky smoke. Yeah. You don't need that smoke. I know I want to love Smokey, but if there's a one dog that I hate, it's it's him. So it wasn't a false start. 
it was one of those plays that you only see in college because every NFL quarterback is smart enough to throw it away. Ramsey rolled out and could have easily just dumped it out of bounds, but took a nine yard sack. Oh yeah. IU was at the 35 of Tennessee and then um, took a nine yard sack to make it a, so I was just, yep. Just brutal. All right. What's your number? Was that your number one too, or no? That was unquestionably out of any sport, any live event I've ever been to. That was the hardest thing to watch and has ruined any chance of Tennessee ever being um, anything but hated. Um, Mm -hmm. Because the fans actually weren't bad beforehand. Uh, before during we, the, yeah, we parked beforehand. They were cordial and nice, but yeah. during the game, they were just unbearable. And then yeah. after the game, I don't know how I didn't commit murder. <laughs> I think because we had my pregnant, sober wife with us, and uh, I think my one and a half year old as well. That I think murder was yep. off the table at that point. But it was really bad. A bunch of toothless, overall wearing. Um, jackasses for lack of a better term uh we're trying to start ish but it, was, it was such a turn because like man they were like southern nice people beforehand mm-hmm. they had nice tailgates wanted nice to food. chat football wanted to talk about our season talk about their season it, yeah and then and then the game started and then they just turned into the worst people imaginable you know what? Go back and watch the the highlight of the interstate. It'll make you feel a little bit better. Watch the highlight of Jamar Johnson's pick six. Um, the look on the faces of the Tennessee fans when they pan to them after Perfect. he scores a touchdown will make your day a little bit better. A little bit. And then don't watch any other highlights from that game. Um, you want to know what's the hardest thing to swallow of that game? What's that? At one point in the game, we had a 97.6% chance of winning. Oh, yeah. If you look at the the thing, it's like, again, here we are again, Brandon. Gator Bowl, biggest bowl we've been to since, I don't know, 1991. Um, it's probably the Outback Bowl. but The Outback. Well, the Outback Bowl now, but the Gator so Bowl at, at that, that point. At that time, yes. Yeah. The Gator Bowl at that point was the biggest one. Backup quarterback, freshman running back. Both of those two would have made a huge difference to have either Penix or have Stevie Scott at that point in the season would have been massive. So there we are. Cool. Well, that's cool. Now that everybody is all sad and depressed and day just remember ruined Purdue gave the first ever 15 seed. That's true. I still can't believe they lost. I'm pretty sure I took. I did. I had a bad parlay that day. Thursday was good. I won the Thursday parlay, but I took, I hammered Purdue minus 12 and a half. My goodness. It's amazing what happens when they just like stop going to something that was working, which was just forcing the ball into a seven foot four guy that was um, legitimately one foot taller than everybody else on the court. Um, and, but instead they give it to this uh, dollar store, Victor Oladipo and tell him to go win the game for him. So um, 16 <clears throat> he's trying so hard not to lose it right now (laughs) uh before we before we make him sign off speaking of losing it as in weight okay you can go ahead i just wanted to do a transition okay 
Uh, yeah. Okay. There you go, Brandon. Thank you. A super quick word from our sponsor, Monon Track Club. I'm wearing a Monon Track Club shirt right now. Um, MTC is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport in Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, and create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Check out the link in the show notes for more details on their club runs, uh, which are starting to kick up now. A lot more people out there running and stuff. Good food, good beer before and after, by the way, guys. As a thank you to our listeners, they are offering 10% off your order. Use promo code LEO10 at checkout. That's LEO10. Uh, back to the show. Hopefully we can pep it up here a little bit, Brandon. What do you got? Do you want pep it up? Because I did not have pep it up questions, That's but okay. I can come up with them. I'm sure Seth's got something. We'll see. Um, oh, you know what? I, I, I was going to ask outside of these, what are some of your other depressing losses to put disappointing losses, but we'll go a different way. Okay. Because guess it was 73 degrees. Today. It felt great. When it's this kind of weather today, what sport do you want to go out and play? Like, do you want to go shoot around? Do you want to go bust out the mitts? Do you want to dust off the cleats? Like, what 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 sport are you looking to play as as spring appears to be around the corner? Should be softball. But um, whatever sports Jesus there is hates softball on Thursdays. So he puts all of the nice days on Wednesdays so that we are not allowed to play on Thursdays. Uh, tomorrow we are supposed to play believe tomorrow it's supposed to rain and if it doesn't rain it's like gusts of 40 miles an hour and 39 degrees outside so uh i would love to play some sort of a of a sport with a ball and a stick brandon seth yeah i got the practice putter out today oh uh, well i mean obviously golf i don't know why i didn't think about golf yes the clubs are in the back of the car already don't even know when i'm playing but they're already in the back of the car no, that's awesome. Um, as we now March Madness, we we have we have the we have the Sweet Sixteen or Sweet Six. We have the Final Four and National Championship. Are you guys baseball guys? Like, are you are you guys? I mean, we still got some time before hockey and NBA championships. Like, what sports should I and the listeners pay attention to um, after after Monday? Um. Obviously, pay attention to the final four. Uh, by the way, my wife, three of the final four selected. Um, the one that she missed lost to St. Peter's. Um, so, and it That's wasn't and it wasn't Kentucky. Um, so, yeah, check out the final four. Root for Villanova and Duke. Once those, I know that we hate Duke. Villanova is going to win the whole thing. She picked Villanova. Um, we need, I don't need the money, but it'd be nice to have her win two giant pools. That'd be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so that first, and then if you, when you're done with that, let's watch Arsenal. A little, little Premier League. Um, wake up early on a Saturday, Sunday. It's a good thing to do. A little breakfast, a little soccer. Um, good push for top four right now. Seth would have said soccer, but his team is barely hanging on to what they consider a relegation. I don't know if you guys know what that means or not, but his team if they continue to play as if they are playing, which is like crap, uh, they will no longer be in the top flight. They will be relegated to the bottom league and have to earn their way back up with a massive dollar amount on their roster. So Seth, what are you watching? And the Cubs suck. So I know, I mean, I'm a Cubs fan. I'll watch them if I'm bored, but Cubs suck. So baseball sucks. Thanks for dumping all over everything. Yeah. Um, so definitely at this point, I'm rooting for Everton to get relegated so that I can switch to a new team. Uh, 
my hockey team is what the second or third worst in the NHL and oh, hockey Panthers pain. I'm, I'm giving up on them, but I have to wait to the off season to become a Canucks fan. Um, yeah. And then I hate the Ricketts. So I'll follow the Cubs, but I can't watch any of their games. So I don't know. It's hard to get too excited about that. Um, but playoff hockey, man, that's where it's at. So for like two right. months, I'll be watching a lot of Chell just to see, uh, Hopefully some playoff overtime hockey, some game seven hockey. Yep. Watch, watch them, watch them raise the, raise the cup in South Florida. Pause up, baby. Let's go Panthers. Sid, uh, Sid's getting one more. Um, but until hockey playoffs, I love draft season. Um, I'm, I'm that guy that people make fun of. I'm mock draft guy. I'm combine guy. I'm pro day guy. April is all about draft season. I absolutely love it. Um, if the draft happened during the day, I would take work off for it. That is how much I love the draft and everything, everything about it. So, yeah, I usually love the draft. Can't um, wait for the Steelers to draft Matt Corral. Yeah, not having a first round pick isn't great, um, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. All right. That's all I got. Totally. How was that off the cuff randos? That's not what I had prepared. Uh, pretty decent. At all. Pretty yeah. decent. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Seth Sack. All right. Well, you were not prepared. Well, I prepared a statement that I'm going to read it this time. Oh, God. I knew tonight was going to be tough between St. Peter's jokes and vasectomy jokes. I thought about being cowardly and avoiding you all together. But you blessed me with IUFB crying fan porn. And for that, I thank you. <laughs> that being said, my sack this week will be honorarily empty in memory of my sacrifice for the sake of my family planning. I thank you for your privacy at this time. Producer Seth, boiler up, Elio. Okay. That was so the greatest gonna, thing I've ever heard. It's the gonna, greatest thing I've ever said on this podcast. It might be. We're gonna have to There's rename snap. that snap. segment. Um, well, never mind. We don't have to rename the segment. Segment. You can just fill it with questions instead of whatever it used to be filled with. I don't know how that works, by the way. I, I don't. If you're a doctor listening, don't don't. I'll show it. you some diagrams later, Brad. Okay, cool. Thank yeah, you. I'll slide into your DMs. That's fine. I got a lot. Another in there, one. So be careful. Um. Be sure to check out the right, anything else we want to do before I do the little the be sure thing. I have no outro. I do. Okay. I got nothing. Be sure to check out the pod on Twitter. It's at podcast leo. Be sure to download, follow, rate, review on all of our platforms. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week when Brandon is gone and Seth and I kind of I don't know. I feel like we usually bore the shit out of you guys, but yeah, either way, we got to pump it out. So, um, we love you guys, leo. Elio. Elio. He said it twice. Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much. Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio.